Remember only God could judge ya Forget the haters cause somebody loves ya Ah, uh, welcome to episode, what are we at now? We are at episode 636 of Canada's Pinball Podcast. I'm your host, Canada. Happy New Year's, everybody. I hope each and every one of you had a great holiday and an amazing new year. Now, it is with a very sad and somber note that we start the new year in the pinball community. We've lost one of the greatest members of the New York pinball scene, the Northeast pinball scene, but just the pinball scene in general, because when you're into pinball, you're not just an East Coast or a West Coast person. You're part of the whole global pinball community, and you might have known him as Al, Pinball Al. I think you say his last name, Al Seahawk. And Al was always somebody that was ever present in my pinball scene in New York. He was always hanging out at Modern Pinball. He was an operator of pinball machines all over the city and just an amazing guy, an amazing guy. And for those of you who knew Al, you knew how sweet he was, how big his heart was. And Al unfortunately passed away in his sleep just a day ago. So I want to say with heavy hearts, we will miss you, Al. We loved you and thank you so much for all you did in pinball. I could tell a bunch of Al's stories, but the ones that always ring true in my mind are when Al would come and work on my machines and he would always be so great. He would always lend a helping hand. He would always give me his insights onto what he thought was wrong with my game. But here was always the crazy part, right? If you were a collector and Al came over to work on your machine, now Al needed a cane to walk around and his cane was always all over the place. And so there he is, he's like, lifting the hood on a pinball machine and his cane is like banging into your cabinet. And I will say this, for the amount of times I was nervous that Al's cane would put a huge scratch in my pinball cabinet, it never did. But I will say it was always like the most nerve wracking moments when Al was working on machines and you were just like, oh my God, I can't believe this thing is flying all over these like rare, precious cabinets. Anyway, Al, we will miss you. We definitely love you. We will miss you. And we definitely all have to raise a glass and celebrate Al next time we all get together. Um, maybe we should do like a commemorative drink. I'm going to talk to John over at Jack Bar for Al. So every time anyone goes there, we can order a special dedicated to him. So we're one day away from Rush Pinball. And Canada is going to do what Canada does best. I'm going to give you some details I've been hearing in the rumor mill about Rush Pinball Machine. And we will see which one of these rumors come true and come to fruition. But, you know, this is what I do. People talk to me. People still share information with Canada, even though I am behind that vicious paywall. Is five bucks a month too much to hear this news? So here we go. So Rush Pinball was worked on with the two surviving members of Rush. I don't really know the members of Rush, so I don't know which two are still surviving, but they worked on the game closely with Stern Pinball. I'm also hearing that Mr. Ed Robertson was heavily involved in this project with Rush. And it makes sense, right? Because if you're a famous Canadian artist, you really have to hang out and be friends with other famous Canadian artists. Like, I'm not sure, but it might not just have been Ed Robertson in the studio with Rush doing the callouts for the game. We might also get some Brian Adams and Celine Dion in this game as well, because they all have to be friends with each other. 
So I'm hearing Ed Robertson worked on this game with them as well. He might even make an appearance in the game doing callouts. But I think that's a great addition to this game because Ed Robertson knows so much about pinball. He knows so much about what makes a pinball machine exciting and fun. And we all know this. When someone is doing callouts for a pinball machine, they need direction. And Stern can sometimes do really piss poor direction on callouts when they're working with like talent. So I really hope Ed told these guys like, don't just say jackpot, say jackpot, you know? So we'll see, we'll see. But I think Ed Robertson will be in the game. That is a rumor that I am hearing. All right, what else is going on? Well, it's gonna have the 17 songs like we mentioned earlier. This game is gonna be fully theme integrated with the band. It isn't like they're licensing this band or their music or their image. The band worked directly on this pinball machine just like Slash worked with Eric on GNR over at JJP. So expect this to be one of the greatest theme integrated pinball machines that Stern has put out. So that is gonna be something that is gonna be exciting to Rush fans that are out there. Now, what else am I hearing about this game? So we've speculated for a while that this game has a very large circular mechanism in the middle of the game. And I am hearing that that is not only true, but it is a time machine. And the major mech in Rush Pinball will be a time machine. But here's where it gets really cool. So it's a big circular mech, and I hear it might grab the ball a la Lord of the Rings sort of ring, like have magnets around it and freeze the ball in midair and shoot the ball out into the time machine. And so that is what I'm hearing will be the major mech. Very cool. You know I love toys. You know I love magnets. You know I love Lord of the Rings. So to see this mech maybe made bigger in a Rush pinball machine is very cool. And the way it's gonna work, the way this game is gonna work, the storyline of the game, is you're gonna be able to travel through the different periods in which Rush made music and play songs from those periods. So you're gonna go from what, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, you know, I think they're still making music into the 2000s. So this is gonna be how the game sort of works. Will it be like a concert in a box like Guns N' Roses? I don't think so. I think it's gonna be more about going back and playing songs from different eras. That's much different than what Guns N' Roses was trying to do, which is actually put the elements of going to a GNR show under the glass. So kind of an original theme, right? I don't think I've seen another music pin in which you travel through a time machine to play music from the band's different eras. So very, very cool approach to a music pin, if you ask me. I'm also hearing this is a John Borg pin. So you're gonna get a lot of like these ramps and wire forms and plastic ramps that elevate off the play field and you're gonna get swooping ramps and habit trails. So this thing is gonna look, I heard a lot like Ninja Turtles, where the ball is gonna be going up and whipping around the entire play field so there's going to be a lot of that what i like about borg's designs is they come up off the play field right they're not flat like led zeppelin i think this game is going to have a lot of dimension to it so that's another cool thing so you're going to see that i just want to say for the record i haven't seen this game yet so i i don't know like i i'm hearing there might also be like a clock that's a drum set i don't know i'm just hearing elements of this game i haven't seen anything i haven't seen any materials from stern pinball i'm just going off of some rumors that people on facebook are saying and i'm reading through pinside and i'm sort of cobbling together if you will the consistent rumors i'm hearing over and over we'll see if canada's right now there is a big but coming and i've talked to a few people and everyone i've talked to has this big but and i'm gonna tell you what the big but is and it's not my big but okay 
The big but is this. The big but in Rush Pinball, when I talk to people and they're like, yes, it's this, it's that, but there's this issue with the game. The number one issue with the game, and I want to apologize to Brian Allen, who is a very talented artist, because I heard a rumor that Brian Allen was doing Rush. That is not happening. So please disregard that rumor. The big but I'm hearing on Rush Pinball is that the art package on this game is bad. And I mean like people that are normally like, yeah, it's okay. Like if you're a Rush fan, no, I'm hearing that it is pretty bad. And that seems to be the Achilles heel maybe of this game. I'm hearing that the color choices are a little strange, that maybe the LE is a darker palette, kind of like a Houdini kind of steampunk color to the game. But I'm also hearing it's illustrated, right? So there's not like Photoshop drag and drop images of the band, but the way they illustrated the characters in the band is not going to blow you away. I'm hearing it might be more like the way they drew Guns N' Roses members in Data East GNR, right? Very like Sharpie looking, not highly detailed. So is this going to be true? And it's kind of ironic because Rush was always a band that was never about flashiness. It was never about sexiness. It was never about image. So maybe Rush fans are going to think this is awesome that the game might be ugly because this band was never about sexy album covers. It was always about the music. So is this what you're going to get? Are you literally going to get an ugly Rush machine that has a lot of soul, that has the best drummer ever in music? But I don't know. I would argue that everybody wants their pinball machines to aesthetically be beautiful. That when we saw stuff like the blue on Led Zeppelin, we were like, what is this? And we know that Stern can either hit it out of the park with their art packages or they can miss terribly. Now the thing is, Stern hasn't really missed terribly in a long time. Led Zeppelin was definitely a miss. It was definitely lazy. But I'm hearing this could be one of the biggest head-scratcher art packages we've seen from Stern Pinball in a long time. And I do think it's a shame because if there's one thing you can't change, if there's one thing the mod community can't fix, it's a bad art package. And if the playfield art isn't good and the side cabinet artwork is not good, then I think that's going to make people be like, I might not want to put this ugly duckling in my row of Stern machines. And Stern machines are usually colorful and beautiful for the most part. I mean, they've made some pretty nice looking machines over the last few years. The other rumor I'm hearing is this, is that you're not even going to know who the artist is. This is a brand new artist and you might not even know who it is. They might not even be crediting this artist the way they do Zombie Yeti and the way they do other artists who have worked on their games. I mean, even Johnny Crap got credited. I don't know, maybe Stern's trying to hide the fact of who did this, but we shall see. The other part is this, I haven't seen it and all art is subjective, but I've heard from multiple sources that have seen this game that artistically, it might make people scratch their heads. Now, again, I have not seen it. You know I'm a man of great artistic taste, and if I saw this, I would give you my point of view on it and my true opinion, but here's the good news. We're all gonna be able to see it tomorrow, but I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous about what this game is gonna look like. Here's the last final detail I wanna give you on this game. Stern is asking people to charge more for the LEs. I've heard from multiple dealers now that Stern is saying, hey, the pro and premium price will be the same as Godzilla, but we would like you to charge a little bit more for the LE. 
Now, I was asking a dealer of mine, why? Why are they doing that? And here is what I heard from a dealer. I'm not gonna say which dealer it was, and no, you're never gonna guess it. I'm hearing there might be a feature in this game that is only in the LE. It will not be in the premium. Now, you could ask yourself, well, what do you think that could be? What feature would be in the LE that they leave out of the premium? Now, it's a music pin. Now, what thing did they put into Led Zeppelin that we didn't see before? My guess is this, and this is just Kaneda guessing. I'm guessing that Stern Pinball is going to make the expression lighting system that goes up the side of the cabinet. My guess is Stern Pinball is gonna make that an exclusive item for the LE, and that is why they're gonna try to charge more. It is also gonna be a very, I think, a very divisive move because Stern has never done this before. They've never released a premium that doesn't have all of the features of the LE. Now, very questionable move. This is just like Jersey Jack giving you that coma ball lock in the CE that they left out of the LE. Can you hear Killian crying? He's not happy about this move because Killian's all in on the premiums these days. So that is my guess, that Stern Pinball expression lighting system only in the LE. Take that to pin side and say that is what Kaneda is guessing. All right. The final point I want to make on this episode of Canada's Pinball Podcast, I hope you're enjoying it. Thank you guys for contributing to the show. You knew the show wasn't going to go away, and now you get to enjoy it. And our numbers are fine. Our numbers are holding strong. At the end of every month, we lose a few people because they realize that Patreon's going to build them, but then we gain a few more as well. Here's the other part. Last night, we learned that Jersey Jack Pinball, after eight and a half years of getting tech support from LTG, you know him as Lloyd, he's been working for them, I think for free, for eight and a half years, they let him go from their tech support department. Now, what is going on here, right? I don't know, there are two sides to every story, but this seems to make no sense. How do you cut a guy loose who's not costing you any money? I heard the only cost to them was they would give him a machine to figure out all the issues and to troubleshoot it. I want to say this. Lloyd is one of the nicest people in the community. Butch Peel is also one of the nicest people in the community. They are two of the greatest tech support people in the history of pinball. The one company that needs the most tech support out there is Jersey Jack Pinball. And they have now cut loose two of the nicest people that the community loves from tech support. It's a bad PR move, but I don't know both sides to the story. But I will say this, I do know both sides to the Butch Peel story, and trust me, you don't wanna know both sides to the story because once you do, the company won't come out looking great. And I tend to believe that a guy like Lloyd, he is like the nicest, most altruistic guy in the community. He doesn't want to take money for his tech support. He doesn't. People wanted to set up a PayPal and a donation for him, and he won't accept it. So you're telling me someone with a heart like that, that just does it because they love pinball, what could he have possibly done to be shown the door from Jersey Jack Pinball? I don't know. But we will try to find out. I'm actually going to try to get Lloyd on the show to talk about this. I doubt he will join. He's very private. But he did come out. He did come out and explain that this was not his choice. And he is sort of like pretty deflated that he was shown the door after all these years. Man, it's like these dramatic moments, they just always seem to happen in pinball. But if I'm Stern Pinball or American Pinball or anyone else out there, if I'm American Pinball, I feel like someone should pick up Lloyd because this guy is so good and he definitely, he definitely would be a great addition to any customer service team that is making pinball machines. I mean, this is what you want. 
someone in the community that can help people at all hours of the night for free, for free. Now, I don't agree with that per se. Like, I don't. I would not be giving hundreds of hours of my time for free when people should be getting paid. Like, Lloyd should be on the payroll for a company to do what he does. And I'm sorry, it's just the amount of money in this hobby, the amount of money people throw at stuff, and customer service is one of the most valuable skill sets there is in pinball. Many people out there would get out of this hobby if it weren't for people like Lloyd. So I do think they deserve to benefit with their skill set and their knowledge, but he doesn't want it, and that's on him. But you know, Canada, where I stand on this, if you're good at something in life, never give it away for free. Everybody, we'll see Rush tomorrow. More to come on this game. Happy holidays, everybody. Rest in peace, Al. We're really going to miss you, and I can't believe JJP cut another amazing customer service tech. It never ceases to amaze me. Canada out. We can